When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, right now, though, we talk at surfing. We've done a fair bit of this during the week, and why not? We set up the week with the big cheese out of surfing New Zealand. Midweek, we caught up with the man called The Giz, who just won the over-70 title, and uh, it was just his 40th national title, and he told us some wonderful stories about his love of surfing, including how much he surfs. He basically said he hasn't missed a day of surfing in about 40-odd years. Quite incredible. We tried to tally up how many hours he spent on the water because he's actually got a diary. He has a diary of every time he's gone for a surf. Um, our, our mind uh, was not capable of um, doing the mental arithmetic, uh, so we sent Giz away to actually uh, you know, figure out how many hours he's done. We'll get back to him probably when he's finished in about three months, I would assume. But uh, this weekend, it is uh, time for the Open Men's and Women's Competitions, the best of the very best, to uh, perform. And we are delighted to welcome in uh, one of the uh, country's leading surfers, no doubt about that, uh, Safi Vetti joins the programme. Uh, and uh, Another Gizzy individual from uh, Gisborne, of course, uh, and Safi's been kind enough to join us on a day off. Safi, welcome aboard. How are you doing? I'm so good, thank you. How are you? I'm great. I'm loving life. I love this time of year. <laughs> and I love learning about sports. Well, I'll put my hand up, Safi. I don't know a whole heap, so you're going to have to be gentle on me. I hope that's, I hope that's, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. fine. I want, to, I want to start off with your community in Gisborne. Um, the Giz. Yeah. Uh, we, we spoke to the Giz earlier in the week. Um, Gisborne mm-hmm. and surfing go hand in hand, don't they? But... It seems like that community has really helped propel you forward in the last few years when, you know, the talent was there, but the resources weren't. You know, that that connection between you and the community, how, how important is that for you? Oh, it's a vital part of my whole career so far, to be honest. Um, they've backed me since day dot, and when I needed them most, they were there, and I'm so thankful that um, they've helped me out along my journey, no matter what. If it's, you know, putting their little, you know, two cents and or their opinion on what I should do next in my um, competition career, and or if it's just in life in general. So um, it's amazing, and there's something special in those uh, waters and Gisborne, so it's pretty cool. It buys them. It buys them right to offer you advice. By the sounds here. So, so hopefully they're not. Hopefully they're not wandering up and talking technique with you if they don't know what they're doing. But you, being the nice person that you are, you probably listen. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, well, it, 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 to, to the uninitiated like myself, I, I probably don't think of the cost of the sport. You know, it, it seems pretty rudimentary, board and water, but 
of course, not all surfing goes on in this little part of the world and the tyranny of distance and all that. So it's quite an undertaking to really give it your best um, attempt at the top level. Is that, is that a nice way of sort of uh, describing it? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I think that to be the best, you have to surf against the best. And you start out regionally and then head nationally and then um, eventually you want to start going overseas. So and that that's not cheap either. So um, recently, over the last few years, I've been going over to Australia to compete on the Australasian Series on the World Surf League Qualifying Series. And that's been awesome. It's been a huge you know, step up and learning curve for me. And I'm loving it so far. And uh, But yeah, Australasia is where us, um, Kiwis have to go to compete against um, the best in Australia, obviously, and um, hopefully qualify for the world tour. Um, so, um, unfortunately, there's no events in New Zealand for us um, to qualify at. So, yeah. yeah, we have to go to Australia. When you've gone to Australia, th- those learning opportunities that you touch on, wh- wh- where do they... Where does that present itself? Is it out on the water watching other people, how they go about it? Is it having the, I guess, the guts to try something on the way that you, you might not have done in competition, knowing that you're up against a high calibre of fields? You know, what, what have you walked away, walked away from learning? Yeah, I mean, it's a whole um, range of things. You know, you're consistently surrounded by um, the best surfers. You know, I was living on the Gold Coast and um, it's not that um, crazy to, you know, walk down the street and Stephanie Gilmore is walking past you an eight times or champion or, you know, you're paddling um, up at Snapper Rocks and there's about five ex-professional surfers and you're like, ah, sick, that's like so cool. And, um, you know, you get there for the first time and you're just like this frothing grommet just like, oh, my God, I've never seen this before. Like, these guys surf so good. And, like, your friend's like, yeah, and so? <laughs> like, you're like, you have no idea. Like, these guys are my idols. I grew up with them on my school books, you know? Like, um, so in that sense, you're seeing the best of the best. And um, in, other, um, in other circumstances, you've got, like, the best coaches in the world that um, are also ex-professionals. So they've also got these, you know, tools in their back pockets that can really help you in um, competitions and in your free surfing as well. Um, And then you've got all these training facilities too. So um, there's a lot going on and the Gold Coast is just known for surfing. That's like the hub is surfing there. And um, that's where I felt like I needed to be to take the next kind of step and then really improve. So, um, but it, it all starts you know, it's all started in New Zealand and I'm really excited to see all these cool um, up-and-comers coming through and they're all surfing really well. So I hope we can get something going here in New Zealand to really take the next step in our own country as well. Oh, that would be great. I, I can't get over the term frothing grommet. I think it's just magnificent. <laughs> so when you're a frothing grommet and you spot one of these star surfers out on the water, what is etiquette? Are you allowed to paddle on over and go, G'day, nice to meet you, I'm XYZ. Or, do, or uh, you don't you, you don't have the guts to do that. I mean, 
I I didn't have the guts to do it, but <laughs> I, I know a few people that have for sure. I couldn't even um, have the guts to go and get a photo. Sometimes I'm like, nope, I'm not going to go get a photo. My goal, I'm going to be surfing against these guys one day, so I want I don't want to look back on a photo because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's a funny concept because they are just normal people and you kind of don't really realise it until you're in the same vicinity as them. Yeah. Well, um, I, I love that. I love the way you articulate They're just normal people. And I, I'm sure when you look in the mirror, you sort of see a, a normal person yourself. But I see someone who's lived you know, quite a full life at just 21 years of age, and I'm not just talking about uh, your exploits out on the water. Um, and you've spoken about this very openly and honestly, and I commend mm-hmm. you for that, the challenges you've had at school, so on and so forth, whether it was bullying, dys- dyslexia, um, suffering with dyslexia, loss of your father, uh, who was so central to you. You know, in a, in a perverse way, uh, has has it given you some tools that other twenty one year olds would not have? Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely made me, you know, realize that, um, like, you know, it, life isn't butterflies and rainbows. It's going to have some um, peaks and troughs, but um, it's the way you kind of deal with um, the troughs that um, make those. I guess peaks so much more worth it and valuable and um, things you can learn from um, will really make you a better person. And I think, yeah, having these hard times obviously has been really rough. And um, yeah. don't get me wrong, I, was, I wasn't happy all the way through it. That's no. But um, it, it, it has just kind of, I guess, in a way, yeah, made me... Um, a lot more mature with the way I handle certain situations and have a little bit more care when I walk through this life, I guess. Right. To to the event this weekend, um, today's a day off. What do you do the day before the event? Are you surf free or you like uh, our mate Giz, I was describing, you just can't get off the water, that you you will have to find a way to get onto the water somehow today even though the comp's not on? Oh, Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Um, no, I'll um, after this phone call, I'll probably uh, go surfing, find a way somewhere around the um, comp site um, at St. Clair, maybe Kilda or Blackhead over the hill, um, and then have some brekkie, kind of chill, maybe do some sightseeing or something, um, and then go for another surf a bit later um, before dark. Where, excuse me, ignorance. Where is the the open being uh, held? Is it Blackhead Beach, just you know, over the hill towards Brighton, isn't um, it? Or, or is it Saint Clair? It was at um, Blackhead the other day, but they changed it to Saint Clair, um, the main um, surf spot for the contest yesterday. So it kind of depends on what the waves are doing. If it's um, right. big enough for Saint Clair, they'll hold it at Saint Clair. But um, it's very. Um, yeah, they can move it. Um, so we'll see, I guess. You wake up and you get the call at 6.30 and you're like, all right, uh, okay. we're going <laughs> this place today. <laughs> so it's sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, you have to be very you, you obviously have, Yeah, you have lofty goals. You want to win this. You're, you're a fierce competitor. Um, you know, when you look across the field, who, who are other, some of the other bright sort of challenges, you think? 
Oh, yeah, there's so many cool girls coming through the ranks. Um, it's funny, I haven't done nationals for a couple of years now, so everyone's growing up a lot. Um, but I think lots of the young girls, like Pia Rogers, um, who's still an under-18, she's definitely one to keep your eye on. Um, Leah Miller, who's still um, quite young as well. Um, Anna Brock, Sophia Brock, her sister. Um, gosh, there's so many, but um, the, they're all doing really well for themselves, and I'm really excited to yeah um, compete against them and try and give them a little nudge myself. <laughs> well, I, I, you, you, you're looking to inspire them this year, I hope, uh, I'm sure too. Olympian and waiting. Now, you've qualified. The team hasn't been selected, but I'd imagine you can't help but think of going to an Olympics, like, a lot. Is that what in, uh, in your mind now, that you just can't stop thinking about that prospect? Yeah, I mean, every day I wake up and I'm like, holy moly, like, this is definitely a possibility. And, um, like, I've been training since I kind of found out. And I went to Tahiti in July last year and came away with an injury um, over there at surfing the break that's... Um, where it's going to be held for the Olympics. So that wasn't so great, and that definitely rattled me for three months um, during my recovery. But I think um, I'm really I'm really excited, to be honest. I'm really excited to kind of um, push myself out of the comfort zone and surf a wave that's definitely of consequence. But, um, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun pushing myself, and uh, we'll see how it goes. For sure. I'm excited. Yeah. And for the uninitiated again, uh, you, you say a, a wave of um, significance. You're not talking about the event. You're actually talking about the actual wave. It is, yes. it is potentially, it's quite dangerous in short, oh, isn't yes. it? <laughs> yeah, in short, it's quite dangerous. It's probably one of the most dangerous waves in the world, to be honest, when it gets to a pretty large size. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the excitement of it all and that's why they want to hold it there for us. And um, it's just um, come on tour for the women over the last two years. So it's pretty special that um, we can go and surf it and in a competition we're allowed to go and, I guess, um, yeah, fully immerse ourselves in one of the most craziest, well, the craziest wave on the planet pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, you know, Wikipedia might be wrong. We all know it's not the most credible source, but it's saying that the, the translation to English for the name of the, uh, the wave in the beach, to sever the head or place of skulls. That's pretty bloody ominous, isn't it? Uh, that, that's crazy. It looks <laughs> yeah. incredible, though. It looks absolutely yeah. incredible. It looks like it's breaking the wrong way or, or something. It, it, it's truly <laughs> extraordinary in Tahiti. Yeah, so, so yeah. getting there for which you've already done and maybe getting back there before the Olympics is really important. I, I'd imagine time on the ground over there is going to be vital. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I'm going to be really putting in some time over there over the next few months. And um, when I get a bit more time off contests, I'll be heading there. So, um, And then trying to replicate that as much as possible at home too. So um, trying to find as many ways as possible that'll give me the best chance to work on my technique and um, my confidence um, in the barrel. So, yeah, it's it's very yeah. exciting. <laughs> and, and now you're healthy again. We, we hope that continues longer term. I'll get you out of this one. Uh, following what you no doubt hope is a successful national championships over the weekend, 
What's next competition-wise for you as you balance that, um, you know, getting enough time in Tahiti uh, and the other competitions? Yeah, so I head to Australia on Wednesday next week um, to get a bit of training in with my Aussie coach over there um, before I head down to Melbourne for the first event, which is a qualifying series event. Um, and it is quite a big one in the Melbourne Wave Pool. So I visited there in November and um, got a few reps in. So I'm really excited to kind of head there again and get some um, get some good waves and um, consistent waves, which is um, the main thing, and um, hopefully take it out. And then I'll be set to go. Hopefully the nerves will be settled until um, over the next, um, three events, which are in Burley, uh, Burley Heads, Avoca Beach, and Central Coast, and then Newcastle as well. So that um, all finishes up at the end of March. Brilliant stuff. Well, Sophie, thank you so much for taking our call nice and early. Always can trust the surfers to be up nice and early. I know you're going to go hit the water right now. Thanks for, for taking some of your time out, and I wish you all the very best for the National Surf Championships this weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Have a good rest of your day. I will do. Safi Vetti joining us at there, one of the leading contenders, uh, if not the leading contender for our National Surf Championships. It is the Open Men's and Women's Competition, uh, originally scheduled for Blackhead Beach, which is not far from St. Clair and Dunedin. It's over the hill towards Brighton, but uh, taking it back to St. Clair, it looks like the wave's going to be uh, more profitable, you would say, for the surfers, the Open Men's and Women's, to be decided tomorrow. And, of course, uh, she is uh, already qualified for the Olympics, um, just needs to be selected. Uh, the Olympic surfing's in Tahiti. You might remember the Olympics from Paris. Um, quite different. Um, slightly better surfing in Tahiti. Just, just slightly, right? Uh, it's 22 minutes after 7 o'clock.